Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to Vibing with Jules podcast. Today we're um, today we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship and um, its responsibilities inwardly, personally, community. It's um. We never realize the responsibility of entrepreneurship, and a lot of times we we know that we're passionate. With you know, have a heavy passion for the things that we do, whether it be for people or talent, or just you just feel that there's a purpose and there's something burning within you, and you're not sure, you know, what direction to go. But one of the things that I've learned the hard ways to learn to pay attention to yourself. When you're the vessel that God has chosen, everything you need is within you. And it's a matter of slowing yourself down. You know, I've learned not to say one day at a time, I need, I, I need, I, I need slower than that. Sometimes one day is just so, so heavy, so much. Because I don't even know what the next hour brings. I don't. And so sometimes I need to, you know, just really just stay in the moment. And I've learned that taking it moment by moment is a lot easier on myself, especially when you have creativity and responsibilities and life's demand and other requests coming in. It all comes at once and it's such a heavy, heavy thing to carry. And so you, you're questioning yourself as to what's the priority? What should I do first? How many can I do at the same time? And you have to learn. You have to learn to slow down. If you don't slow down, that's when we get anxious. That's when we get stressed out because then we feel overwhelmed, not realizing there's always a million things to do, but you can only do one at a time. And it starts with you. It always starts with us. Your pace cannot be quickened by life. You have to choose your pace in life, not let life choose your pace. And so entrepreneurship, it's you bringing your authenticity, your uniqueness to the world. If you pay attention to the chaos outside, then you're just adding to the chaos out there, but you're meant to come and improve it, add to it, build it. You understand? So when we learn to slow ourselves down, you start to realize that there's more you can do as opposed to being overwhelmed with the million things that's coming at you. You have to keep in, we have to keep in mind that entrepreneurship comes with a responsibility of leadership. What kind of leader am I? If I can lead myself, I can lead others. If I can't lead myself, who am I leading? I've lost friends. I've lost family. I've lost clients. I've lost jobs. I've lost myself. All because I... (laughs) All because I did not slow me down. Entrepreneurship is a heavy responsibility. Why do you want to be an entrepreneur? What does it mean to you to be that person? 
who are you inspiring? If the inspiration doesn't come within you, how are you supposed to set an example? How are we supposed to set an example for ourselves, for our children? Charity starts at home. What's the first home? Our first home is us. If we cannot control the one thing that God gave us to control, who are we to tell somebody else what to do and how to do it? And even through all of my lessons learned, I still can't tell you what to do. I can't. It's not my place. But I sure can spare you some headaches. I sure can help, try to help you to think and not stress yourself out. There is, you know, there's such a pressure to be part of community, but it starts with individualism. Healing myself, doing whatever it takes, whether it be therapy, a good communication with friends and family, rebuilding. You cannot undo anything that's been done. You cannot, you know, go back. But you shock and learn from it and improve with every step forward. You know, when the Bible tells us the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his ways, we have to make sure that we're obeying his word so that way he does choose our steps. So how does he choose our steps? We have to slow ourselves down enough to listen to when he's guiding us. Your instincts, how many times have you gone against your instincts and have gotten into trouble? As simple as traffic, take the left road. Nah, let me see if I'm going to take this one. And you decide to go against your, you know, your, your that gut feeling telling you, that soft, still, solid, firm voice saying to you, I think you should go this way. And you're just thinking, yeah, second guess it. Then you get stuck in traffic or something happens and you're thinking, I really should have gone that way. But guess what? Now there's consequences of maybe running late or taking the wrong road or having to, whatever comes at that moment, you got to just take it. And that's an example of how life goes. I have learned to look at every hard lesson as a way, you know, to do better. It's like an encyclopedia of what not to do. And if we look around us, there are many lives we can look at to see so much of what, you know, not to do. It's not a matter of not saying, oh, I don't, I'm not that person, so I won't do that. Oh, I'm not you, so I will not do it that way. But the lesson learned, sometimes you may not even have that situation in the person's life, but there's always a valuable lesson to learn. And patience, learning patience, I think is one of the most valuable lessons there is in life. Why wouldn't you want to learn to have patience? The last stage of my life, I um, always used to joke and say, I got so much patience, I can build the hospitals. I can build hospitals. But that was at that phase. When that stage was done and I learned through it and excelled through it and came through it, with a lot of hardship because I was, you know, more stubborn then. But I realized when the next level of learning came, whoo, I had no patience for that. I thought I had patience, but I had patience for that level. Now that I'm on a, I was on that next level, the level of the amount of patience I had for the last one, I had to be at stage one again and learn. 
you know, a different level of patience. I had to learn patience with myself now. That's how I started learning to slow me down. Stay in the moment so I can pay attention to whatever the moment is teaching me so I can improve and add to the next moment. I, I started thinking and realizing if I slow me down and I pay attention to what's being taught and it's happening right now, when the next moment come, I have less that I will regret or less that I should have, could have, would have done. There will always be I should have, I could have. There will always be that because we're humans and we're not perfect. But I sure want to get out of those hard, big lessons. It gets exhausting as you get older. And I say to my kids all the time, if you guys learn from us, you're going to be amazing human beings because you're going to learn earlier some of the things some of us learn pretty late. But at the same time, I also learned that God is always on time. I had to go through every headache, every heartache, every loss, every up, every down. Every valley and mountaintop counts. And yes, I'd like to go back in my life and do a lot of things, but guess what? I would be undermining the value of who I am right now through those lessons. So entrepreneurship, it starts with you. When you're thinking of that idea for that business and you're thinking of that, you know, idea for that charity or the community, what is it that you're going to do so special that you're going to add, you know, to others? What is so special about you that others should leave where they are loyal and come to you? What's unique about your idea? You need to set yourself up for success. Success is earned. It is work. It is stressful. And it is a heavy responsibility. What about the days that you were down? There are days when we barely want to get out of bed. You have to talk yourself into just, just sitting up. You got to talk yourself into just getting the next step, putting one foot in front of the other. How then are you supposed to get up and inspire for the day. How are you going to do it? So it always starts with you, the conversations you have with yourself. That's why the purpose for doing your business, for your motivation, for your ideas, it's got to always, that why always have to be in existence. And when you've accomplished one, what's the next one? Your why's improve. Because at one stage you'll be thinking, you know what? Uh, for example, me, I want to do hair. And now all I, all I know is I just love being able to create. Okay, the creativity is flowing. Now what? I want to have more clients. The clientele start building. Okay, you're busy with clients. Now what? You need help. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have a team. I'm going to have people work with me. Okay, you're building a team. Now what? You always have to be ready to grow and be ready to share. It's another thing. I had to learn that. I just thought I can do it by myself. As long as I have it going by myself, I got this. I had nothing because I didn't have me. And then when you don't have you, you don't have 
your entrepreneurial journey. You don't have your personal life. I thought I understood what it was to be in business for myself, and I didn't. I didn't understand that I was about to be tested on levels and depths that I couldn't even think of or knew existed. Who you are and every, every part of you and any, every entity that you are responsible for or part of, they impact one another. They loop one another. So you cannot say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm this person here and I'm this person here. So when I'm at work, it's no big deal. I don't have to worry about motherhood or fatherhood. Or when I'm, I'm at home, I don't have to worry about the business. They're all, they all loop. Because, yes, when you're home, you want to focus and be given 100% there. But there's still, there's got to still be that awareness of all your responsibilities not trying to do all of it at once. So when it comes to entrepreneurship, you have to make sure you have a plan. Your plan should just, shouldn't just be the business plan. What's your personal plan to go alongside the business? If you're married, how are you going to balance out your personal married life, your responsibility to your spouse, to yourself, and to the business? How are you going to delegate your time and responsibilities? How are you going to um, prove to yourself that I can definitely be responsible for me while building something new, while discovering who I am, and still there's a new discovery in you, the entrepreneurship, to your spouse also, because it's new to all of you. We don't think about these things. We don't get taught these things. We don't, we don't get to be told. We were just told, okay, you get, a, you get a business, incorporated. This is what you do. These are the bank accounts you need. There's a structure on the business side. What about the personal side, the most important part? The most important part, you. You the individual, you the business owner, you the spouse, you the wife, you the mother, you that friend, you the sister. All these other hats have to be worn and they keep staying there. How do you handle all of that without falling apart? Don't forget, the body needs attention too. How do you maintain your health with all the responsibilities? You're not going to always keep it together. And nobody gets to keep it all together. But you want some authenticity in your life. And the thought process is the most important one. Prioritizing is an, is an important part. Knowing when you're going to do something. Choosing to let the others wait without feeling overwhelmed that you need to do six of them at once. Scheduling, budgeting, timing. If we use all these words and incorporate it into there, then you, you, you find that there's a more purposeful plan in place as opposed to uh, fly by the seat of my pants. Let me see how this is going to work because I'm just creative and I am the boss and you know God is good and everything works together for good. Uh-uh, it doesn't work like that. 
there's always, God is a God of order. So he designed order. And so we also have to choose order. And you will live and you will learn. And all of us will grow. So when you have been your best self, as authentic as you can maintain yourself to be, then you are ready to grow a business. Then you are ready to expand your team. Then you are ready to recognize the leader that you can be without having to worry about what anybody else think. And that is one of our greatest problems too. Worrying about what others think. I have learned to worry to be the best me. And I cannot change who I am. I like who I am. I like the crazy. I like the impromptu parts. I like the weird parts. I like discovering me. There's only one me. And I'd rather not make excuses for who I am genuinely and rather grow in character and be better to my friends. Be a better friend than I've ever been. Be better with myself. So I, I don't need to be a role model. Nobody asks for that. But it's about just being authentic to others so that way you can definitely add that positivity to everybody else. Then, when we take care of ourselves individually, then we come together. That's how we have strong community. But if I'm falling apart and you're falling apart, or I'm falling apart and you're putting it together, or I'm putting it together and you're falling apart, then we can take turns lifting each other. But if we're all falling apart, what good are we? What are we building? We're just crashing. I know what it's like to lose a lot. And I don't want to see anybody else lose on my watch. If this lifts our heart, motivates our mind, and starts a new business, inspires a new business, whatever it is that this pours into for someone, I just feel that my loss and my gains is to inspire others. Those of you who are out there and you have a story to tell, don't hold back. You don't need to keep your details, but the lessons learned, definitely, it lets somebody else know, you're not the only one going through this. We all have struggles. We all go through depression. We all have loss. Some of us have greater losses than others. Some of us have lost marriages. Some of us have lost homes. Some of us have lost children. Some of us have had to rebuild relationships with children. It's all part of life. No judgment. Just all human. Those who want to judge, I'm glad that they got it together. I sure don't. But I'm determined to try my best. So I can hold it better. So I can do better than yesterday. I will never be the best. But I can definitely try to be better, better, and better so I can improve me. And those who need a hand to pull up, 
I say, excel with me or get out of my way. So if you want to rise, let's rise together. Those who don't, that's all right. It's a choice. But it always starts with us. The conversations we have with ourselves and what we tell ourselves and what we should be telling ourselves is that my responsibility is me. Not to impress anybody else, but to definitely be positively impactful in this life because it's only one life we have. And to keep that mind positive and to tell that body because sometimes it's so draining and exhausting just getting up and going with the purposes and the passion that you also have to say to yourself, let me slow down. Your body speaks to you, saying, that was enough for today. Learn to listen and take a break. Take small breaks. You don't need, sometimes we say, oh gosh, I need a break from all of this. Be careful what you wish for. If it was all gone, would you want it gone? You don't want it all gone. But you can take small breaks that gives you moments of rejuvenation. Moments for your mind to just relax and come back to it. Be your best self. Whatever it takes to be excellent you, I say do it. Do it. Don't hold back. And don't second guess yourself. Get out of your head. Don't make the same mistakes I've made. Get out of your head. We get up in our minds and sometimes we self-sabotage and the stories we tell ourselves, you know, we create threats in our head and half the time, not even half the time, most of the time, the threats aren't even real, but we create them. And so we need to just sometimes just get out of our head and just be, and you realize I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Have some faith. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Take a chance. What's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? Just be you. That's all you get. The rest will come. This is the end of this episode for today. Thank you for listening. Leave your comments. Leave your feelings. But be authentic to yourself. Sometimes some of the things I share might not resonate with you. And that's all right. It might get you mad. That's all right too. Why are you mad though? Is it hitting something that you need to think about? If it's a place of hurt, it's a place for healing to come. You know, there's so much that we have been through in life. So many people, we want to say to them, please forgive me for what I did. And it's one of the things I've learned to, you know, to say. Whether it be a text message or voicemail and say, hey, just in case I did something that hurt you, my humblest apology, and I mean it. Just so we can grow and move on. Because not everything is intentional. Some of it is just 
you know, to misguided feelings and sometimes just impromptu reactions. But forgiveness and moving on and mercy for yourself and mercy for others. We cannot just always be accepting of mercy from Christ and grace. We have to be gracious with ourselves and others too. So in all you do, be genuine. Be blessed. See you next time.